Severe thunderstorms and flooding are affecting a large portion of the South on this hump day edition of the Y'all Show. I'm John Rawl. We've got more about this weather system that we'll tell you about here in just a handful of seconds. But let me remind you, this is the program where you can tune in to us on great radio stations across the South and get a two-hour dose of all things Southern. I'm John Rawl, your host, and on today's Y'all Show, in addition to talking about this weather pattern going on, and, and will go on until Thursday, even into Friday in certain portions of the southeast, we'll have at the start of the next segment a quick look at what's going on in Washington, D.C. President Trump had his State of the Union address on Tuesday evening, and today in that same building in the Senate chambers, you are likely going to see the president impeached if he hasn't already been, or I'm sorry, going to be acquitted of his impeachment if that has already happened and then we'll move on to the next chapter of his presidency but that's what's going on we'll have all those stories coming up in our headlines from across the southeast plus we'll tell you about a clarksville tennessee man killed at a donation drop-off place there at a walmart in montgomery county tennessee that information and then another speaking of tennessee a tennessee native she's from memphis shannon doherty announcing the actress that she's got stage four breast cancer we'll have more information on the beverly hills 90210 star in our news headlines in the next segment then we'll have at the end of this hour jonathan life fight with our acc report when we get to hour two we'll start it off with hashtag hullabaloo a mixture of all kind of great stuff off of social media and then we'll go to music row where precious harris is standing by for her nashville music line report if you want to connect to the y'all show 803-816-1170 is the way to do it now back to the headlines here of what's going on from a weather standpoint yes expect some flooding to hit large portions of the southeast today and into tonight you saw some bad weather hit louisiana portions of arkansas texas on tuesday and now that's moving into mississippi today as these thunderstorms threatening a large portion of the south in addition to the thunderstorms you've got wind gust and hail and possible tornadoes going on heavy rain could cause flooding throughout the region and also in the ohio valley of the southeast that includes what kentucky and missouri on into the places above the ohio river as well now what's specifically going on today the potential for severe storms will expand across the eastward portion of the south as scattered severe thunderstorms are possible during the day in the lower mississippi valley By this evening, severe thunderstorms will become more numerous over the deep south states, Mississippi, Alabama, West Tennessee, and more. And these storms will be advancing east as a line or cluster of storms overnight in parts of southeast Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and even in the western Florida panhandle. Storms may pose a threat of damaging wind gusts, hail, and, as I said, some will be tornadic in their approach now looking at the map for today and then tonight yes if you look at this thing it looks pretty dangerous the possible threat of a severe weather hitting your area especially if you're in louisiana mississippi and alabama and those are all portions of those states need to be on the lookout now what other states that at least have a quadrant or a portion of that state on this severe weather forecast outlook for today southeastern arkansas would be on the lookout for this and then southern middle tennessee even into chattanooga needs to be kind of checking your local weather forecast out here today and then as well western georgia from atlanta west north to south you've got issues and then as i said the florida panhandle all the way from pensacola to tallahassee all portions of the panhandle 
really need to be on the lookout now that's today as we move into thursday these storms will continue to move eastward a small or rather a squall line of severe storms could be going toward the gulf coast on thursday leaving a trace or just a real real line of thunderstorms going throughout that area and we'll head all the way from the gulf coast up to maryland if you look at the map it's going to be kind of a scary thing with possible weather problems all across georgia all of most of florida as well as all of south carolina almost all of north carolina and even virginia into thursday night things will be clearing up thankfully come friday but it's pretty a lot of rainfall that's more the definite certainty here with this storm system lots of rainfall then you also have that pretty strong chance of tornadoes and wind damage as well as places that will likely see the most amount of rainfall will be pensacola eastward into the wiregrass of alabama into central georgia and then in the north georgia mountains let's say from gainesville all the way to franklin north carolina and then the upstate of south carolina and the piedmont of north carolina are the areas expected to be hit the most by rainfall as this storm works its way across the southeast check your local weather forecast to be atop of all these things of course we always like to remind you to have a weather radio close by in case there is a tornado warning in your area but it's it's this time of year where we go from the 70 degree temperatures like we had over the weekend and most of the southeast to now having these storm systems and then we're going to have the threat of cold weather come back any day now but at least we don't have the snow they're going to have a lot of snow off this weather pattern in northern indiana and chicago and all the way across new york state and more so we'll take the rain we just don't want the tornadoes that's what we're hoping for here and that's what's going on with this weather pattern here this week as it works its way eastward toward the atlantic coast when we come back we're going to switch from weather to talk about the president's state of the union tuesday night in washington dc the impeachment trial coming to an end it looks like today as he will be acquitted it seems president trump that is also the other headlines as we scan the southeast and don't forget acc sports talk coming up at the end of this hour this is the y'all show If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. 
Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. fellow americans we're back here on the show all about the southeast john rawl here and on tuesday night there in washington dc the president addressing congress with his state of the union address all eyes on the president to see if he would even bring up the i word that would be impeachment as today in the u.s senate it is expected in the early afternoon hours that he will be acquitted that the senator's Will not reach the two-thirds needed to uh, to force him out of office and president trump will remain president at least until january roughly 20th of 2021 and perhaps he'll be re-elected and will keep on serving and likely another impeachment headed his way at some point if adam schiff and nadler and others have anything to say about it but the president with an opportunity to boast on the economy and the military objectives that have been met and so much more there at the address before congress on tuesday evening a man in tennessee got stuck in a walmart donation bin and died after this this happened at the walmart in clarksville as a man died getting trapped in this donation bin according to clarksville police responders were called to this parking lot outside the walmart and they found the lower part of the unidentified 48 year old body protruding out of it he was extracted from the bin and pronounced dead at the scene again this is a donation bin it's hard to believe somebody could die there with just one of those simple bins it looks like a cargo bin there in clarksville tennessee if you see the picture of this thing but uh, tragic news there another sad story coming from the state of tennessee tennessee native memphis native shannon doherty you know her from various television shows back in the 80s and 90s beverly hills 90210 star she announced this week that she has stage four breast cancer she said in a statement it's going to come out in a matter of days or a week that i have stage four so my cancer came back and that's why i'm here the star announced that she was in remission for breast cancer that had been initially diagnosed back in 2015 she was dealing with the devastating news while mourning the death of her former 90210 co-star luke perry last year shannon doherty now in a battle with stage four cancer and as i said she was born in memphis april 12th 1971 so she's 48 years young she's had roles as jenny wilder in little house on the prairie back in the early 80s then she went on to be in beverly hills 9021 for a couple of years about five years she was in the series charmed and also was in that bh 90210 which came out in 2019 she had as a father that i think i saw he was a beauty parlor owner 
uh, at Rosa, I'm sorry, was her mother, a beauty parlor owner, and her father, Tom Darty, is a mortgage consultant. And she grew up, was raised in her mother's Southern Baptist religion there in West Tennessee in, in Memphis area before heading on and getting a chance to be on TV shows when she was around 10, 11 years old. Shannon Doherty wishing her the best in her fight against breast cancer now and stage four with this very, very scary disease. In Maryland, State Senator Guy Gazon has formally introduced a almost $400 million plan for Pimlico Racecourse, and that would ultimately keep the Preakness, that big race they have there, one of the three majors in horse racing, hoping to keep it in Baltimore going forward. And perhaps this is going to help keep it there with a funding source coming from the state. Under this bill, casino money that goes to the horse industry now, but is slated to eventually be moved to the Education Trust Fund in the future, would no longer be used to help fund the redevelopment of the Northwest Baltimore Racetrack and the improvements slated for Laurel Park. Instead, the State Lottery of Maryland, the revenue would help fund the plan, which would see the owners of Pimlico donate the facility to Baltimore, the city there, which in turn would launch a massive redevelopment project in the future. But they're doing their best to keep the race going. The Preakness there in Baltimore, one of the great sort of, what is that, a May, it might be a June, June time race, if, if my memory is right. I know normally the kentucky derby is that first weekend in may and then a couple weeks later is that followed by the one up in new york that uh pimlico that racetrack trying to hang on to its race there the preakness a woman in north carolina called 911 with her toes after her hands were crushed under her car and this happened on a South Carolina highway for this 54-year-old Charlotte woman. She was changing her tire when the jack she was using slipped, crushing both her hands and pinning them between the tire and the fender. And then she ended up being rescued on the side of the dark interstate with excruciating pain, according to the Colleton County, South Carolina Fire Rescue Department. The woman had been traveling northbound on Interstate 95 in Colleton County, which is Walterboro, South Carolina, when her car suffered a flat tire and she had to pull off over into the breakdown lane. It took about 35 minutes to take her shoe and maneuver her toes to make the call. She told the rescue that she was trapped for about 45 minutes, but she used her toes to make the telephone call. And this is on Interstate 95. I, I realize it could have been nighttime when this happened, but that's a very well-traveled road you'd think somebody would have pulled over to help her out like a state trooper for example in 45 minutes they didn't have a south carolina highway patrolman driving up and down i-95 in collin county to help this woman out after the car fell down on her and luckily she was okay she she's transported to the trauma center in charleston at trident hospital for treatment but we wish her well after this car crushed her hands under her car while changing a tire but got out the cell phone somehow with her feet and used her toes to dial 911 in bowling green kentucky they're celebrating this week because the first 2020 corvette has rolled off the assembly line of the general motors plant there in western kentucky gm said the new model corvette as it has that iconic sports car look and it was completed at the bowling green assembly plant where all corvettes are built gm said the first shipments to dealers will happen later this month or in march this new corvette the first of its kind with a mid-engine will have a base price of about sixty thousand dollars the car won the 2020 motor trend car of the year award back in november also earning a top spot for the third time in corvette's history 
and the only previous awards were more than 20 years ago 1984 and then in 1998 winning the motor trend car of the year but it looks like a pretty fast slick car if you get a chance to see one in bowling green or coming to a dealership near you the 2020 corvette is going to be in showroom soon and lookout highway i'm sure some people will be trying to test this thing out in fact i think i told y'all recently there in bowling green at the assembly plant a couple of workers for that assembly plant took one of these corvettes which at that time was a prototype out for a spin and they got caught speeding around 100 miles per hour or maybe a lot more than that and were i'm sure they were terminated but i'm sure the the kentucky state patrol there had no idea what to expect when they had a car going that fast and the car wasn't even really registered because it's not even officially off the assembly line in the case of those workers there in bowling see they just can't wait to get out there and go fast in those big bright red sports cars like corvettes or whatever color you want to choose now to the nfl and some cam cam news as carolina panthers quarterback cam newton he's saying that he absolutely is certain that he'll be back under center for the panthers in 2020 now a shoulder under a shoulder injury kind of kept him out of the 2018 season and then he had some toe issues and a foot injury that he had to deal with in 2019 he's had concussion issues and more but newton is he's kind of determined to come back and be the panthers quarterback in 2020 and a lot of people thought that he might be moving on and this is still not a done deal of course if the panthers may want him they may not want him but cam newton who's already kind of said that he's going to stay in charlotte whether he's traded or not not necessarily to play but he's going to continue to make his home there in the charlotte area and he wants to be a panther going forward and to his credit I've got to give Cam Newton a lot of credit. Back in the season, after his injuries were really causing a problem, he didn't have that big of an issue. He even put out that video. I think he was smoking a cigar while doing it, essentially saying, I got to do what I got to do for myself, and it might mean I might be back playing here two weeks from now, a month from now, maybe not at all. And that's what happened. He didn't play at all. He didn't come back to the team, although he did work out and go into the complex there in Uptown Charlotte to try to get ready for 2020 ron rivera was his coach at that time in 2019 rivera let go and matt rule the former baylor coach is your new skipper of the carolina panthers and perhaps cam newton's met with rule and is excited about people like joe brady coming in from lsu to lead the panthers offense in 2020 that could be part of the deal maybe the panthers will have more of a collegiate look here in 2020 with people like cam at quarterback and christian mccaffrey in the backfield and other bright stars now the panthers also while we're talking nfl news here the panthers just released out this week the information that tight end greg olson will not be with the team in 2019 he's likely going to play for another team the panthers actually cut greg olson on monday it was a mutual thing also luke keekley announced his retirement from the game due to all his problems with concussions and such so some real voids there for the panthers and the carolina fans throughout both carolinas and throughout the the world but cam newton says he he wants to come back now the owner is billionaire david tepper he said in november that the panthers wouldn't make any decisions about cam newton until he was healthy again so is he healthy is he ready to come back we'll find out when all this stuff comes in but right now cam newton wants to wear that carolina black and blue in 2020 
another NFL quarterback to tell you about. Have you all ever heard of White House, Texas? That's about five miles southeast of Tyler, Texas, there in East Texas. Population 7,660 souls live in White House, Texas. This town you might be hearing a lot more of here because it's the hometown of one Super Bowl winning quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. As the MVP of Super Bowl 54, his town is coming out big this week to celebrate their native son's accomplishment as the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. And people are putting signs up around town. You'll see Kansas City Chiefs flags flying and red and gold signs all over this lovely little place there in East Texas, White House, Texas. In fact, a resident there in that area says, I like to see the Cowboys win, but I'm also a fan of the underdog. I came to eat lunch at Dairy Queen. I came to Dairy Queen here because of Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, the Texas Tech alum, and there in his hometown there in East Texas, a lot of people showing the love this week with displays of Kansas City Chiefs, their win over the 49ers in Super Bowl 54. While he grew up there in White House, Texas, Mahomes was a three-sport athlete. We know he's a great baseball player. He's the son of a great major league player. And he was a great player in baseball, had an opportunity to go play Major League Baseball. Heck, he might still do that one day. And why not? He's already won a Super Bowl. He's already won the NFL MVP. I guess we'll find out soon if he wins it again. I think he's not going to win it this year. But he won the Super Bowl MVP. And I bet you there's not a single player in all of the NFL that wouldn't trade every other honor to be the Super Bowl MVP because that meant your team won the Super Bowl if you're the Super Bowl MVP. Congratulations to Patrick Mahomes and all the Chiefs fans with the great honor of winning Super Bowl 54. And as we conclude our look at headlines as we scan the South here on the Y'all Show, troopers in Florida found a narcotics bag, and you won't believe what was printed on this bag when troopers showed up at this traffic stop on Interstate 10 in Santa Rosa County. That's on the panhandle of Florida. Two men, they just were not discreet in their plans to sell drugs in the panhandle as the FHP arrested these two drug traffickers after troopers pulled them over on Saturday. And they had drugs in a bag labeled. This was like a legitimate label. It wasn't even handwritten. It was like stamped with a, I mean, it looked like something you'd buy at a store. And it was in a bag labeled, get this, bag full of drugs. And troopers seized in that bag full of drugs, meth, GHB, cocaine mdma i don't even know what that is and fentanyl and these guys were not too discreet troopers made the discovery after the men were pulled over for speeding on interstate 10 the santa rosa county florida sheriff's office assisted in the search of the vehicle which turned up these drugs ghb by the way is the date rape drug and as i said they also have a little cocaine and fentanyl and more and here's what they put out the sheriff's office on monday night on social media note to self do not traffic your illegal narcotics in bags labeled bag full of drugs. Our canines can read. <laughs> Pretty funny coming from Santa Rosa County there in the panhandle of Florida. I think Pan- Santa Rosa is your county that's got uh, Santa Rosa. Is Santa Rosa. I know it's somewhere east of Pensacola. Is Santa Rosa? No, Santa Rosa is not where 
let me look this up because I try to know everything about it, the whole South. I know Okaloosa Walton is Fort uh, Fort Walton Beach in Destin, Florida. Santa Rosa, is that the county between there and Pensacola? I'm going to say it is. Let me just do a quick Google search so I know all my um, – I'm absolutely right on that. It's Milton, Florida. Milton and Baghdad, Florida is where you'll find – santa rosa county florida and as far as beaches in santa rosa county florida that's where you'll find navarre gulf breeze is in this county uh, oriole beach and pensacola beach no 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 i'm sorry i'm wrong on that pensacola beach is not in santa rosa county at least from what i'm seeing but it's right there to the east on the escambia bay from pensacola is where you'll find santa rosa county and then it borders Alabama. Bruton is just to the north of this county on the Florida Panhandle. See, we try to do our best. It's it's going from west to east on the Panhandle. You got Escambia County, that's Pensacola, and then up toward Atmore, Alabama is a town called Walnut Hill. Then you've got this county, Santa Rosa. And then I think it's Okaloosa County is your next town with towns like Niceville, Crestview, I think is I'm right on that. Then you've got Walton County and Walton's county seat is Defuniac Springs, but it's got Miramar Beach in there. I know because I got a little traffic uh, dust up <laughs> on Highway 98 a few years. That's one thing. If you live inland and you go down to Destin and you're not paying attention, even in the times where it's not so darn crowded down there, the way they have those turns off of Highway 98 and you're trying to figure out where you're going. Boom. I ran right into a car. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't going very fast, but I, I think I totaled that car. That people were not hurt at all. But and I wasn't even going that fast. But I I hit their car with their tire turned. I plunged into it with my car, which wasn't even my car, and it was a, someone else's car that I was driving, and didn't do much damage to the car I was driving. But I sure I think I, ru- I as we say in the south, I ruined that car while I was goofing around. Uh, in miramar beach florida many years ago all right but at least i didn't have a bag full of drugs in my car while i was doing that or else i'd be in a whole lot more trouble i wouldn't be hosting the show call y'all if that were the case and that's what's going on across the southland today when we come back jonathan lifeite standing by he's got our acc report it's national signing day for college football and we'll find out the latest on that and what's going on with acc basketball that report is coming up next If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Keeps coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. 
You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. The Louisville Cardinals and head coach Chris Mack have a top 10 college basketball team, and we'll talk about it now as part of our ACC Spotlight of the Y'all Show. We welcome in from 24-7 Sports, Jonathan Leifite, and also CBS Sports Digital is the sites that Jonathan represents. We'll also have him weigh in on 247sports.com's take on the National Signing Day that's happening here this day in college football. All that to come. But right now, let's talk a little ACC hoops. And Coach Mack and the Cards have done a great job. He's got a team sitting right now almost at 20 wins. And last year, in his first year coaching Louisville, Louisville went to the round of 64, and they had a 20-14 and record this year. They're looking to get back in the big dance naturally, but maybe even get a really good seed. We'll talk about some of the NCAA projection. But, Jonathan, right now, Louisville in the latest AP poll is at number five, and they're the top-ranked ACC team in the top 25. Yep, uh, they are. They moved up one from last week, um, and uh, they are sitting there right up there. They got uh, just ahead of Duke and Florida State, who are sitting at seven and eight. Um, and really, right now, that's the only teams, believe it or not, in the top twenty-five for the ACC. So, kind of surprising in that respect. Yeah, that's right. And they haven't lost the games as they played Florida State several weeks back. I think they're on about an eight-nine game win streak. Louisville is. That's the reason they're they're trending in the right direction as we say right now but as you said duke is just behind them and the other teams in the conference jonathan when we look at the acc the current the prognosticators have the conference of getting only three teams in the big dance that seems pretty darn low yeah it does and uh when i kind of look at uh, kind of what's going on i think if you also look at their list they had uh, virginia uh, as kind of one of the first teams out uh so it wouldn't surprise me to see them uh they're, they're gonna have to you know put together a little bit of a win streak and there's a few other teams that are all i guess capable of, of getting it getting in there um that are kind of sitting there on the borderline uh you've got syracuse pitt 
and uh, Virginia Tech, although their out of conference is a little dicey in uh, NC State, all kind of have the have the capability they could put together a a, a decent run. Uh, Virginia uh, NC State was actually looking pretty good, and then uh, they've gone on a three day three game losing streak, just like Virginia Tech has. So um, all the bubble teams right now are kind of uh, not playing as well, with the exception of Virginia. And you mentioned Virginia, according to Joe Lenardi, a bracketologist. He's got Virginia, as you said, in the first four out. The last four in, there's not a single ACC team, according to Lenardi. And on the bubble, he doesn't have a single ACC team there either. So in your opinion, Jonathan, you're the guy that's been following the ACC for a couple hundred years. What, what's going on here? I mean, how has the ACC done against other conferences this year? Um, they've done okay. This has probably not been the greatest year, but they've certainly held their own. They just haven't been, uh, haven't been real strong like they normally are. So, so they've done okay. They just haven't had their normal, their strength. Um, I, I am a little surprised to see, uh, uh, them not have a couple more teams, uh, at least, you know, kind of continuing there, particularly, like I said, Virginia. They've, they've certainly had a pretty good, uh, pretty good out of conference, uh, deal and whatnot. And, uh, Pitt as well. Same, same kind of deal. All right. Well, we hope the ACC, for the ACC state, they get a lot of this stuff figured out here in the next five to six weeks before the tournament. This year's ACC basketball tournament, is it going to be back in Greensboro or will it be somewhere else? Uh, you know, I haven't even looked to see where it is yet, so right. I'll have to take a look at that. Sorry about right. that. Well, I'll do that while you weigh in on what today is, Jonathan. Happy National Signing Day 2020 to you. Yes, it is. And it's, uh, it's kind of a. Uh, interesting uh that uh this is really kind of taking a back seat to the december signing day now most teams are kind of know all most of the hay is in the barn you got just a few here and there that are left and uh um you know so uh from that perspective it's just kind of a, a minor amount of drama and uh and that's really it so this is just kind of putting the bow on most classes all right and to answer the question i asked about the acc tournament i I was right jonathan it's going to be back in greensboro this year next year 2021 it'll be at the capital one arena and barclay center in brooklyn in 2022 that's the men's basketball tournament for the atlantic coast conference but back on the subject of national signing day jonathan let's talk about some of the the top prospects i mean clemson has already inked brian breesey i think his name he's a defensive tackle as he's already signed with clemson and an amazing talent there so that was one of your i guess december signees for Dabo sweeney and Correct. clemson's got so many great players coming their way and i'm scanning the list of some of the 24 7 sports players you got a guy named dj yuga lele a quarterback i think he's from <laughs> where is he from uh bellflower california and he's already signed with clemson too so this signing day here today not exactly the most uh tense situation when you've got two of the top five players already signed to your program and that's what Dabo Swinney's got because of the early signing period in December. Jonathan, as we go throughout this day, who are you expecting to sign with some of the ACC teams, some of the the more notable players? Well, I think uh the one that we've got is uh Jameer Gibbs for Georgia Tech, a four-star player. Um he's going to get there. I believe Florida State's got a couple of pretty decent ones and they're escaping me right now, but uh they uh they also have some guys that'll probably be uh, signing with with them. Uh, one guy, I think that's called by the name of TJ Davis, 
um, he's between them and Georgia Tech. So those 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 are a couple schools that'll that'll pick up some more uh, signees. One name to look out for today is Jordan Birch. She is a defensive lineman out of Columbia, South Carolina. Now I don't know if you've heard about this guy. He had a big press conference back in December, Jonathan, at his school, Hammond School, which is also mm-hmm. where Will Muschamp's son was the quarterback of that program. Had the big press conference, announced he was going to South Carolina, and he never signed. So technically, his recruitment is still open. That's part of the craziness of of National Signing Day and all the dealings you have to deal with with these 17 and 18-year-old kids. And the question is, is he being courted by other programs like a Clemson or perhaps a North Carolina or such in the recruitment of this defensive lineman, Jordan Birch? He probably is being recruited by them, but uh, Clemson's pretty well full at this point. There's there's not a whole lot of... uh, uh, drama left with them so uh you know from that perspective uh, you know we'll just have to kind of see right now i think you know birch is he's also looking uh uh where else do they have him going i guess he's he's pretty much locked in on south carolina but probably well, SEC he's not that locked that. in he didn't sign the dotted line so that's why yeah a lot of people said okay well if he's not signed we're gonna we're gonna go pay him a visit and that's exactly what i think's happened over the last couple of weeks as the i think college coaches that friday after nash after the national championship game they got the green light to go back out on the road recruiting and and I'm sure yep. many visits were paid there to Columbia SC to recruit that guy. Now, Jonathan, the National Signing Day, you can go to 247sports.com and get all the team rankings. Clemson right now really is your best team in the ACC naturally. But, Jonathan, if we want to look out for other ACC teams here on this sort of national holiday of college football, who who do you think we should be having our eyes focused on th- this day? Uh, probably, uh, I mean, there's kind of, uh, th- the next three after Clemson, Clemson clearly has the number one class. Then the next three that are, that are kind of right in there is, uh, Miami, North Carolina and Florida state. I, I talked about them. All three of them are all within just a few points of each other slightly, but not very far behind them. After that is uh, Georgia tech. And then, and then you've got kind of a whole grouping that are all within about, I don't know, 20, 25 points of each other. Um, all the way down through through like Boston College, they're, they're just a huge grouping from six to thirteen, and then way back there is Virginia Tech. I'm I'm not sure what's going on with there, but they've had a a pretty uh, pretty uh, low low regarded class. Only fifteen uh, only fifteen members in that particular class. Well, Mike Norvell is the new head coach at Florida State. Jonathan, have you seen an uptick in their recruiting rankings since he came aboard there at the end of December as the new coach of FSU? Yeah, they they were doing okay, um, but uh, definitely they had a couple pickup. Uh, they had a couple defections as well. Um, one example, Jeff Sins ends up at Georgia Tech, but by and large, uh, uh, Norvell closed closed them out pretty strongly, solidified them kind of into as I mentioned that kind of group two to four. Uh, they're within like four points of Miami in terms of uh, of recruiting rankings. So them north carolina and miami all right there together all right go to 24 7 sports for your favorite acc team and i know there's a website that's really darn good called gojackets.com that covers georgia (laughs) tech and if you're a tech fan or you want to keep you want to spy on what's going on at the institute go to that website there and learn what all is going on with jeff collins recruiting class here again on this sort of national holiday 
for college football. Jeff, or not Jeff, Jonathan, I was thinking of Jeff Collins. Jonathan, let's talk about the Chase Bryce sweepstakes. This was the former Clemson quarterback, a backup to Trevor Lawrence. He announced he was going to be transferred, and we now know the lucky winner of the Chase Bryce sweepstakes. It's David Cutcliffe and Duke are getting this QB transfer. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty good matchup for uh, for Bryce. Uh, uh, one, he gets to go. Uh, you know, um, Cutcliffe has got a pretty good reputation for being a good quarterback coach, um, and Duke gets a quarterback. They they had Quentin Harris this past year. Quentin uh, graduates, and I don't think they have a single player that's thrown more than a more than a, a handful of passes in a, in a, in any kind of game. So uh, they'll get an experienced quarterback. And uh, the good news for Duke is, is he has two years left to play. So not only do they get him for this, for this coming season, they'll get him for the following season as well. Jonathan, there was an article at ESPN.com about my, you mentioned in the recruiting rankings of some of the teams just behind Clemson. One of those you mentioned was the Miami Hurricanes. An article that recently came out at ESPN talks about Manny Diaz re-energizing the Hurricanes in this 2020 recruiting class. What do you know that's going on there that they are up there among the elite of teams trying to restock a program that kind of had a rough year in 2019? Well, I mean, they brought in uh, they brought in a number of of, of uh, new coaches. Um, from there, um, they fired Dan Enos as their offensive coordinator and went out uh, went over to SMU and picked up Brett Lashley. Um, you also remember Lashley was, I believe, at uh, Auburn for a while um, and a pretty good reputation as an offensive coordinator. So um, that's helped. They also uh, hired Ed Reed, who was uh, a Miami player back in the that uh, that famed uh, two thousand and one. Uh, um, team that is just loaded with talent. Um, he'll be back helping recruit. Um, so they've done. Uh, you know, I also believe they're they're getting uh, working on so a deal for a wide receivers coach. Um, basically, they revamped their offensive uh, side, and uh, they've also you know done a pretty good job of of picking up uh, picking up recruits. So um, that's helped them on the recruiting trail. Uh, we mentioned they they right now kind of hold on to the number two spot in the ACC, albeit. Uh, them and North Carolina, Florida State, all right there together. But uh, definitely they've done a good job of kind of, you know, moving some pieces out and bringing some in, and uh, hopefully there'll be uh, upgrades for them. And on this National Signing Day, Coach Diaz certainly looking to buffer the new crop of talent to Carl Gables, and it also helps that he got a couple of transfers, including Houston Cougars quarterback De'Eric King going to the U, as well as defensive end Quincy Roach and kicker yep. Jose Bergales, all transferring to Miami here for the 2020 football season. And it doesn't hurt to have a Pro Football Hall of Famer coming back to the program in Ed, no, it doesn't. Ed Reed there. Hey, that other team in the Sunshine State that plays in the NFL, some news about one of their great players, Deion Sanders. I don't know if you saw this, Jonathan, but Primetime has said that he's going to land a head coaching job in college football next year. I didn't know anybody was out looking for him, but he claimed on the Dan Patrick Show that he's going to be a head coach in college next year. Well, he might get one, but it won't be a P5 job. I almost guarantee you that. Well, he doesn't deserve um, a P five job. He's got to go out and and uh, go yeah. through the ranks. But I think he'll rise through the ranks if he's any good. Yeah, and the funny part is, is he really hasn't been an assistant coach, you know, uh, anywhere either. So we really, he's really a wild card. Anybody that goes and hires him is taking a pretty massive uh, uh, risk, in, in my opinion. Um, he he, the only I think the only coaching he's really done is he had Prime Prep Academy, um, which was some, some charter schools. 
uh, back in, uh, back in like the early teens, um, 2012 through 2015. Other than that, he's really been on TV and, and hasn't been connected. Now he's got a great name and certainly has the personality. He'll probably do all right recruiting, but man, I, I tell you, he would be a big risk in my opinion. Uh, as a head coach of course will muschamp could give him a job there in columbia because Deion's sanders his son shallow a defensive back with the gamecocks yep. right now so a hey, will muschamp you might want to help out prime time perhaps but it'd be great to see him on the sideline if he gets an opportunity the question is does he even have a college degree because jonathan that's something a lot of people overlook you kind of have to have a college degree to be a coach these days even as an assistant coach and i'm not sure if he got one or not because of all the stuff he was involved in in the 1980s he ran track he played baseball he played football i think he left school early to go off to pursue his professional deals do you know if he graduated from the florida state university I believe he did. I believe okay. he did go back and get his uh, his degree. So. Well, good for him. Uh, so he should be good to go in that regard. I know a lot of those players, when they're 18, 19, 20, they get off and they, they see the dollar signs and they take off and kind of leave that education behind. But oftentimes we're seeing even people like Shaquille O'Neal go back and get a degree from their alma mater and, and do great things. Cam Newton, I, I know he's done that as well. So good job, Primetime. Maybe you'll land somewhere soon. Jonathan, we're just days away from the start of college baseball. It starts on February 14th, a.k.a. opening day, a.k.a. Valentine's Day. And the folks at D1Baseball.com have come out with their 2020 ACC preview. Jonathan, I don't know how much you've studied this, but according to their projectings, their projected standings for this year, it looks like Louisville, which is the number one team in D1Baseballs.com, their, their latest poll, they're expected to have a great year. And other teams like Miami and Duke also are on the radar for perhaps having great seasons in 2020. Yeah, there's actually like eight teams that are, um, <laughs> that are, that are in their top 25 from the ACC. And then Virginia and Clemson are following them up not far behind them. So, uh, they're talking about, they predict, predict, uh, 10, uh, teams from the ACC to make regionals, which is, uh, um, actually, I think a record, uh, that they, that actually that, uh, both the SEC and the ACC have both done it. The ACC lasted it in 2016. So, um, the ACC will have, they've got two teams in the top 10. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, uh, eight teams in the top 25. So it is going to be a deep and uh, brutal league this year in terms of, uh, uh, of the talent that you'll be facing on a, on a weekend-to-weekend basis. And D1Baseball.com's projected ACC teams that make regionals this year include that number one Louisville team of Dan McDonald, as well as the Miami Hurricanes, Florida State, Duke, NC State, Wake Forest, Georgia Tech, North Carolina, Virginia, and the Clemson Tigers. D1 Baseball's projected player of the year, Patrick Bailey of NC State. He's a catcher there for Elliott Avent's team. The pitcher of the year in the ACC is left-handed pitcher Reed Detmers of the Louisville Cardinals and the freshman of the year projected to be pitcher Nate Savano of Virginia. That's your D1 Baseball sort of looking to the future of ACC Baseball. And a reminder, again, ACC Baseball, College Baseball begins next weekend jonathan thank you so much for sharing your acc knowledge with us once again thank you very much for having me i really appreciate it and we'll talk to you again next week all right when we come back in hour two of today's y'all show we've got hashtag color blue headed your way and our music city friend precious harris is standing by with the latest from music row all that's coming up on the y'all show
If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. We first opened about 10 years ago. We were, we were small, just a few of us. But it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans. But in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now, before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. We put up the good fight for the South each and every day. This is the show that is all about Dixie. And this is y'all. I'm John. And good to have you back as we continue on with the fun. And the next segment, we're going to have Precious Harris, Miss Personality. And we're going to find out what's going on on Music Row in Nashville with all the country music stars. Bright lights, big city. Precious Harris has got all the good stuff coming from Nashville, Tennessee, and other entertainment artists and actors and more. We'll find out what's going on there with her report, the Nashville Music Line. It's coming up 
in the next segment. If you want to connect to us here on the All Southern Program, our number is 803-816-1170. Y'all show at y'all.com is our email address. And of course, we're at the streaming apps, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio app, and the Apple Podcast apps, all free of charge. Simply search for y'all and you'll see the y'all show right there with a big red and white logo. Like us, subscribe us. We appreciate it. Let's go now as we start this hour to the fun that we call hashtag hullabaloo and at roll tide tab has a tweet that we've got to read here this is from tabitha aka roll tide tab and she writes in her profile it's the folks who act like angels i worry about <laughs> do y'all act like an angel do y'all know tabitha tabitha's got a point here it's those people who act like angels that i worry about huh? Tabitha, you don't have to worry about me because I'm no angel. No, I don't know about y'all. Are you an angel? If you are, bless your heart. But if you're not an angel, then you'll get right along with Tabitha. She she likes those who are not perfect. And that's good. As Alabama, the, the band would say, that's close enough to perfect for Tabitha. Okay, Tabitha, here's what she wrote this week. If anyone wonders what living in Alabama is like, Finding Bible verses on co-workers' desk about not acting like children. Looking at it and co-workers saying, blank co-worker brought it. It's a verse about the Democrats, don't you think? <laughs> hashtag politics, hashtag religion, hashtag work. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I don't know how to answer this one, but yeah. In Alabama, evidently people are bringing in Bible verses and leaving them on co-workers' desk about not acting like children and people like Tabitha look at it, and a coworker says, "A coworker brought it. It's a verse about the Democrats, don't you think? Could be, especially after what happened Monday night in Iowa with the caucus disaster. We reported that on Tuesday's y'all show, and and uh, there may be even more jokes coming and a lot of memes coming after after that. And plus, with Tr- Donald Trump's expected acquittal there in the impeachment circus, more." Fun stuff to talk about at work, including politics. I, yeah, I, I, that's a always been a, a thing that you're you try to respect people's opinion. Everybody's got a right to their own opinion, obviously, but everybody's got a right to vote however they want. But you get sometimes you just can't hide your political feelings about something. And is that un-American or is it more American to talk politics with people, even people you don't agree with? A, a nice, healthy debate sometimes, even at the workplace. As long as it doesn't keep you from doing your job. Are you an employer? Is that okay with you? If your employees who are of differing sides of the political spectrum have a conversation or is that just too much? Is it somebody's going to end up getting their feelings hurt? Is that, is that how you feel if you're an employer? I know what it's, it makes people get a lot closer, even if they're, if they're even, I guess, objecting to what someone says, at least you know more about how a person really feels. They don't sit there and, keep their mouth quiet they everybody's got an opinion everybody's got an opinion everybody's got an opinion on politics everybody's got an opinion on our leaders and if they don't have that and they're just a bump on a log then they need to be awakened and say look you got to get with the program this is your country this is your region and we'd like for you to play the game we'd like for you to be part of the game 
that's my opinion here let's go on to product of the south and that's d lucky 76 d l u c k i e 76 and product of the south is a statement brand born in the south and it embodies the struggle and success and provides creative expression expression through fashion while embracing the south a statement brand from the south is product of the south i haven't seen some of their products here don't know if they even have products but i will read what they put out on social media this week product of the south put out i had to learn early on that i couldn't be scared of people disagreeing with me if i wanted to build a personal brand having this platform means i must provide authenticity at all cost and not waver from it all right Sounds like you and Roll Tide Tab need to get together and, and talk about things there, product of the South. Now, let's move on to the world of music from Pace Magazine at Pace Magazine. And they've got several hundred thousand followers on social media. Congratulations to this music-centric production. I know they used to actually be a printed magazine. I don't know if they still have that or not, but they are certainly all over the music scene is Paste Magazine. They put a tweet out this week, and they wrote about Southern rock band Drive-By Truckers as they put out a statement saying, Everyone's favorite Southern rockers at Drive-By Truckers have a new record out Friday. Take a look back at 15 of their best songs. And sure enough, they've got a little connection there, a little link to where you can go listen to more drive-by truckers music if that is your fancy now if you love good music and you love good southern rock music this is really one of your few bands out there that is listed here in 2020 as being a southern rock band drive-by truckers and they've got this new album that's set to drop here and it's called The Unraveling on ATO Records. Now, let me tell you a little bit more about Drive-By Truckers in case you are not aware of them. They're an alt-country southern rock band based in Athens, Georgia. Two of the f- current five members, that would be Patterson Hood and Mike Cooley, are originally from the North Alabama Shoals region where Muscle Shoals has still got the stompers. You might not realize that. And the band strongly identifies with the great state of Alabama. The group also has roots in Richmond, Virginia, and, of course, based in Athens, Georgia. The band consists of Mike Cooley, who's a vocalist and also a guitar player and banjo player, Hood, who's the son of a former worker there at Fame Studios, I think, there in Muscle Shoals. So he's got music in his blood. He's a vocalist and a guitarist. Drummer Brad Morgan, also Gonzalez, Jay Gonzalez is your keyboard and guitar player, and Matt Patton is on backing vocals and a bass guitarist. Like many alternative country acts, drive-by truckers record in analog, and the band's constant touring has developed a dedicated following. Now, I went and looked up some of their so-called chart success. Drive-by truckers, to my knowledge, has not had a so-called radio hit. They haven't had one that's become just everywhere all over the world but what they do is they tour a lot and then they put out these albums in fact the new album that i told you that just dropped the unraveling is their 12th studio record now their 10th studio album which came out a couple years ago back in 2014 on ato records english oceans was the 10th album and it got a lot of critical success in fact it rose i think to number two on one of the charts it was number 16 on the peak position for the u.s all format chart and so that was a great success there sold several several 
tens of thousands of records but to my knowledge they have yet to have a gold record or platinum record but they make their living touring the southland touring the nation drive-by truckers and you can go check that out now they've had a lot of former members and one of the former members of drive-by truckers was jason isbell who's gone on to have great success and he was a member of the band as a guitarist and vocalist from the years 2001 to 2007 and now we know him as a guy who's had a lot of success outside of the drive-by truckers as he's gone on to have great great success and he by the way jason isbell is from alabama as well grew up in green hill alabama where in the world is green hill that's in lauderdale that's just to the north of florence actually it's right on the tennessee line and it's the home of horse bluegrass secret sisters and jason isbell and i'm not familiar with i'm sorry iron horse bluegrass that must be a, a bluegrass band that i'm not familiar with there in green hill alabama but yes he was a member there of drive-by truckers and went, went off on his own and put out albums like southeastern which was produced by dave cobb and just has done a great job there i think he's based out of nashville jason isbell now and a, a very very successful solo career with albums like jason isbell and the 400 unit that was at number three on the heat seekers chart back 2009 and then he's had singles on the radio as well so that's a little bit more about maybe more than you wanted to know about drive-by truckers but that new album out this week and check it out it's their 12th studio album sherry's on twitter and her address is sherry for change and she writes tweeting about and for real change tired of the status quo tired of not being heard tired of the so-called grown-ups running this country dot 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 and to the ground well sherry is from colorado and here's what she writes this week i've been saying this for years we're the only country that erects statues of a war's losers folks the south lost and the war was about slavery period deny that and you prove your willful ignorance hashtag southerners well miss colorado getting real bold here with her twitter statement now some of you may agree with her but those of us who've studied the war between the states know that sure slavery was certainly a major topic of the war but it wasn't the only topic and to kind of broad brush this and say the war was only about slavery is just it's just not true in fact i can prove that i'm right because we had jerry short on the other day and his wife is currently trying to become a u.s citizen and one of the questions asked on a U.S. citizenship test that you have to pass in order to become a citizenship, become a official U.S. citizen, is the question about why was the Civil War or war between the states or war of northern aggression or the Confederate War or Mr. Lincoln's War. See, you probably never even heard of some of those terms. Uh, why was the Civil War fault? Okay. And the more common answer, of course, was what sherry's sitting here saying it was all about slavery but officially according to the u.s census bureau or not census the customs and immigration office the ones who administer the citizenship test they actually have states rights is a reason for the war and they also have i think uh territorial just differences that have been going on a long time between the north and the south i mean remember we'd almost gone into a war in the 1830s during the nullification crisis with my home state of South Carolina, by the way, almost went to war 30 years before the Civil War. And I don't mind calling it the Civil War. I'm a, I'm a diehard Civil War buff and a proud Southerner. 
and a descendant of a Confederate, uh, multiple Confederate soldiers. But my great great grandfather Rawl, who was a Confederate soldier, he actually wrote about a thirty-page account of his war experience back around 1900, some 35 years after he was a Confederate soldier that actually got captured in a battle in Virginia and served out the rest of the war as a POW at Point Lookout in Maryland. And he wrote in the 1890s, he called it the Uncivil War. And so I have no problem. In fact, Nathan Bedford Forrest called it a Civil War. So some some diehard Southerners don't like to call it a Civil War. I don't have that much of a problem with it. Normally, the more... Uh, politically correct term is war between the states because it truly was that it was a war between states no like no other in fact if you ever go look at the units involved in just about every civil war battle they're all broken down by a like 13th tennessee and a 52nd texas cavalry it was all states fighting against other states in fact states like tennessee had federal aka yankee troops and then they had confederate troops you had battles where tennesseans were fighting tennesseans other than tennessee and kentucky and maybe missouri most every southern state was only fighting for the confederacy and every other state in the union was fighting for the north to preserve and at that time since sherry's from colorado i don't even know if colorado had anything to do with the civil war i don't think it had become a state and i don't know even if it was a territory if they provided soldiers for the war so sherry if you're a native of colorado let me invite you to the south and perhaps i can at least give you a justification why the civil war was not just about slavery it was certainly a major major factor but that's not necessarily the south's fault that was a question mark brought up by the founders of this country from the very beginning that this country built on the fact that all men were created equal would allow from the very beginning of this country to have slavery and there was slavery going on in every state back in the 1700s. Every state had some form of slavery at one point, at those states that were in existence at that time. And for the founders, I assume they just didn't consider the blacks equal. And I know so because you had the Dred Scott decision of the 19th century that said that. <laughs> but uh, it's a very complicated thing. And I know it's so easy to just say good, bad, slavery, non-slavery. It's a lot more to it a lot more to it and that's why people like myself who like war between the states history literally if we are just casually looking we learn something about that four-year time period every single day something pops up something that has some connection to the civil war pops up shelby foot personally told me this the civil war or should i say war between the states defined what kind of country we would become and we know one thing that it helped determine after the war between the states you don't hear much about states rights anymore it's the federal government is the all-powerful deal not states now there are sometimes exceptions but oftentimes if the federal government decides it wants to come in and take over stuff that's usually what happens and that was a question that wasn't really totally answered in the early days of this country thank you now, we maybe have learned something here, thanks to Sherry and her her picking on the South and all of us who have some liking of Civil War and Confederate history, like myself. Beth Kipps, she's on Twitter at Grayton1. She writes, just a Southern girl, fashion muse, and furniture guru. And she writes, it's almost that time, baby, baby, who got that baby? Hashtag King Cake, hashtag Mardi Gras 2020. 
and she's letting everybody know that yeah it's just about time for mardi gras and fat fat tuesday is just a couple of weeks away february 25th is fat tuesday 2020 now if you have a king cake great congratulations you're good to go if you don't have a king cake let me tell you about a place out of picayune mississippi only about 45 minutes north of new orleans this place called paul's pastry and their website is paulspastry.com p-a-u-l-s paulspastry.com do they do an unbelievable job with their king cakes and they ship them all over the world if you need to order from paulspastry.com if you go into their store which is just off of interstate 59 there in picayune mississippi how about these prices for their king cakes a small is only 10.99 and that serves like 10 people a medium-sized king cake it's around 15 people can eat that that's about 17 dollars. and then the 25 to 30 person large cake is only 28 dollars. and here's the neat thing paul's pastry has a whole bunch of flavors that you can get your king cake in so listen closely i'm gonna rattle these off the what's called traditional flavors of your paul's pastry king cake for mardi gras y'all ready we'll go in alphabetical order they have apple blueberry blueberry over cream cheese cherry a cherry over cream cheese chocolate chocolate over cream cheese cinnamon cinnamon over cream cheese then they have just the cream cheese king cake a lemon king cake lemon over cream cheese then they got the peach king cake peach over cream cheese raspberry raspberry over cream cheese and last but not least strawberry and then strawberry over cream cheese and that's what's called the traditional flavors they even have other flavors that cost a little bit more that are the non-traditional king cake flavors but again fat tuesday coming up here in just about three weeks so get ready for the fun throughout mardi gras country as we get ready for this big event there in louisiana mississippi alabama texas and everywhere else that you've got a little mardi gras going on in your life and that wraps up our hashtag hullabaloo here on this tuesday when we come back after the timeout, precious harris is standing by on music row in nashville and she's got all the news coming from nashville and the country music biz that's ahead on the y'all show If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. 
Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Music of Montgomery Gentry here on the Y'all Show. It's our country music spotlight, our Nashville spotlight. We go to a music row in Nashville now where we are joined by Precious Harris, author of I Know Country. That's got 366 daily country music questions and answers. Go to the website iknowcountry.com where you can instantly download your ebook copy right there for you to purchase there at iknowcountry.com. Precious Harris is also a music career development consultant, and she emphasizes new and aspiring artists as well as songwriters. Go to her website for that, collegeofsongology.com, for more details. And she also puts out a blog all about the music business, nashvillemusicline.com. Also, her work is at y'all.com. Each and every week we put her Nashville Music Line report up. And Precious is joining us right now from the shadows of Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. And Precious, I know that this evening you'll be checking out if you're able to. I know you've got a very hectic schedule, but speaking of Montgomery Gentry, a very special fundraiser on behalf of the late Troy Gentry, killed in a helicopter crash, hard to believe, just, what, two years ago. Yes, I know. And, of course, it's really it's strange because uh, when I met Troy and Eddie, They hadn't became Montgomery Gentry yet. Their manager uh, put them together. And actually, I was interning at Atlantic when I met Eddie and Troy. I mean, I met Troy later, but Eddie was John Michael's tour manager. And him and Troy had gotten together and started singing. I think they might have been first runners up or something, the country showdown. So he ended up, you know, giving up the tour managing job. And him and Troy went on to win numerous awards and became, you know, one of the mo most high profile of duos in country music in the 2000s, you know? Yeah. Well, again, back in about 2017, I think it was, Gentry killed yes. in a helicopter crash at an airport in New Jersey where they were getting ready to have a performance there. 
And I know we are giving a lot of attention these days to helicopter crashes with the Kobe Bryant tragedy out in Los Angeles. But in country music, we had our own helicopter tragedy with the death of Troy Gentry. And this evening, Tracy Lawrence and Sirius XM personality Stormy Warren are going to co-host See Ya on the Flip Side, too. And that's going to be at the Grand Ole Opry House. The lineup includes Troy Gentry's former duo partner, Eddie Montgomery. Also, Justin Moore, Trace Atkins, Red Akins, Terry Clark, Shenandoah. Mark Wills and even more surprises coming this evening at the Grand Ole Opera House in downtown Nashville. Yes, and uh, actually, uh, or is that uh, going to be out at Opryland? I'm sorry, I may have read that wrong. Oh well, I think it. Uh, I think they had to move it to the Opera House only because of all the high profile artists that was on it. Ah, okay. I, yeah. I said downtown. If you know anything about Nashville, the technically the Grand Ole Opry House is out at Opryland off of Briley Parkway, some 15, 20 miles away from downtown Nashville, the uh, Ryman Auditorium, the original Not Grand Ole Opry. Oh, is that <laughs> right? Long. I'm telling you, Nashville is just expanding so much that pretty soon they actually call the host county of Davidson the metropolitan city of Nashville. So you're sort of right. Mm. i thought you were saying what should take a 20 minute drive may take an hour and 20 minutes is that what you're insinuating yes even though that it's considered national metropolitan davidson county but you're right it is considered national just not what they call like midtown Mm. these little bitty cubbyhole things but yeah pretty soon it's gonna mashville downtown is gonna meet where opry is i'm serious it's Buildings, buildings, buildings. And that would have but, already happened. There's something called the Cumberland River, though, that kind of gets in the way between the, Opry, the old Opryland theme park and downtown Nashville. Red Akins, as we said, is going to be one of the people involved with this benefit this evening. And I think you saw Red Akins on Tuesday night at some kind of benefit there. He's a busy fella. He is a busy fella. He's fixing to be a daddy in a couple of months. And he, uh, he was. I saw him and I interviewed him actually at Lindsay L. and Brantley Gilbert's number one party. Go what happens in a small town. He was one of the riders. But uh, he said, yeah, I'm going to have a baby. And I think he said March. So he goes, yeah, Thomas Thomas and his wife Lauren's baby is going to be due in April. Just do the math mm. or something like that. I was busting out laughing because it was really funny. Yeah, but, uh, and that would anyway. be Thomas Rhett, his, his own son, who's a country music star as well. And we're talking about his daddy here, Rhett Akins. Yes, and uh, they were wonderful last night. It was Chase McGill and uh jeremy stover and Jer- and justin moore and they put um they it was a lot of fun backstories i just love some of the stories because all of them have been a huge part of justin's career and his success and so he was talking about some of the things they've written and things and i'm actually later on today going to the number one party of course this afternoon to honor for the ones that didn't come home with the. Uh, Justin Moore's latest number one. Oh man! So, and then they're going to leave there, and they're going to go to over and perform the opera. So he's here for a couple of days, just working his butt off and helping out and doing benefits and stuff. So kudos to Justin. Well, he's working his butt off, and it sounds like you're working your butt off as you always do, Precious Harris. We're talking with Precious, our country music and entertainment correspondent from Music City, USA, and we got a special announcement about yours truly and Precious that I'm going to have to squeeze in here before we wrap up here with you today, Precious. I know you're excited about the big announcement that I'm going to tell everybody. Let me also tell everybody about Billy Ray Cyrus. He's just released a new EP titled The Singing Hills Sessions, Volume 1, Sunset. And I know that he's been 
kind of in the news a lot the last year with his work with little nas x and of course he's the father of one let's see miley cyrus aka hannah montana precious what more can you tell us about this new ep that's going to be coming out oh with, well first of all it's so funny about uh billy ray cyrus little nas x actually reached out to him the only reason why he knew you know billy thought that his career during because he the best year was just music he took off to do the show and that's how his daughter actually ended up getting the part hannah montana but anyway but little nash x had or nas x had reached out to him and because he was the only country dude that he knew now isn't that strange it's almost like almost like total karma in the cards it was going to happen but he reached out and like i said he would have never known any country artist if you hadn't seen Billy Ray on Hannah Montana. So some things work out, as Billy says, things that you don't realize, but sometimes it's meant to be at the time it's supposed to happen, you know? Yep. So uh, I'm very proud of Little Nash X to be doing that because I met Billy in 1990 before he was Billy Ray. And I remember interviewing him when he had um, Aki Breaky Heart. And he said the year before he won Best New Artist, and it was Aki Breaky Phenomenon hit the early 90s with billy hmm. he said he was up in the nosebleed section of the opera house watching the cma awards and he left his a girlfriend at the time which became his wife tish and the two kids uh that he had and then the other two kids that she'd had from a previous relationship and left them home back in backwoods kentucky and come to nashville to go to the show and sit in the nosebleeds and of course the next year he was on, you know, winning all the awards. So mm-hmm. it's uh, almost exactly the same story that Mary Morris told when she won her first CMA award. She said the year last year, she sat across the street and watched the CMA awards at Legends Bar, one of the bars across the street from Bridgestone, just wishing she was on that stage. So I love to hear stories like that. It does show that dreams can come true in Music City. It sure can. And that's why people go to Music City like Billy Ray Cyrus and like one of his predecessors from the 1980s and 1990s, his predecessor also from the state of Kentucky, Marty Brown. Precious, I know you've known Marty Brown, the kind of goofy hat looking singer that's been on a bunch of television shows and stuff. He was an MCA recording artist back in the early 90s. And I think you've got something you want to pass along about Marty Brown, who was on America's Got Talent. What's going on with Marty Brown out of Maceo, Kentucky? Well, I met Marty in the early, early 90s. Uh, one of the very first talent shows I used to judge when I was a, a judge for used to be called Jimmy Dean Country Showdown. It was True Value Country Showdown. Then it was Colgate Country Showdown. And now it's just it was just Country Showdown. But anyway, but uh, I judged him and I was one of the very first competitions he ever did. And it was being held. No one's broke the Yellow Rose. And he won, and he and I became friends, and we've been friends for years and years and years. Well, when my hip replacement, or I mean my knee replacement went really wrong in, in 2002, it didn't go wrong. It's just that my leg was really, really bad, and they had to do a whole lot more surgery. I had a great surgeon, but it was a whole lot worse than what it was when they got in there. So anyway, they had a benefit to help build me a ramp, the girl from the Longhorn. He ended up marrying this girl named Shelly. And met her at my benefit, and then she secretly took him to Maris Got Talent. He didn't know where he was going, and he ended up getting on, and, and that kicked off his next 20 years of career. But he's actually been doing a lot of tours. He got a record deal, 
And of course, he wrote the song, I'm from the country, and I like it that way, with Richard Young from the Headhunters, which was a huge, huge hit for Tracy Bird in the early 90s. But he's going to be inducted into the Kentucky Music Hall of Fame. And I'm so excited because he's invited me to be a special guest. Really? So, yes, I'm so excited. But it just so happens it's the same day as Ten Pan South. Which is the annual songwriting festival there in Nashville. Yes, huge. It's the second largest songwriting festival in the world. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, everything happens at once. But, you know, I've I've been invited by him and his wife, and I've I've got to go. You know, I cannot not go. So I'm going to go ahead and go. And I'm excited to see it because it's been a long time coming. And his wife is a longtime friend of yours, I believe. And she's really the reason that he got involved with America's Got Talent. She, I think, ended up tricking him into an audition for that show. She did. Took him all the way down to Louisiana. Hmm. Well, that's and, uh, great there. And he's had an album come out last year. You might want to check it out. Marty Brown, a crooner that's got those Kentucky roots that everybody's <laughs> evidently yeah. envious of. Well, let's talk about a Texas girl, Tanya Tucker. Her recent Grammy wins and her appearance on the Grammy Award TV show boosted her song, Bring My Flowers, now onto the Hot Country Songs chart. And that's the first time she's been there at number 47, by the way, in 17 years. It's also number six at Country Digital Song Sales. This song won Best Country Song, and Tanya also won Best Country Album for While I'm Living. They were her very first ever Grammy wins. The album produced by Brandy Carlisle and Shooter Jennings. The first single that she had, Delta Dawn, was way back in 1972 when she was only 13 years young. And Tanya Tucker now on the comeback. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember, you know, she did. uh, She did win female artist uh, of uh, for CMA female artist of the year in 1989. And it was so funny. She was in the hospital having her son, Bo Grayson, who was born in October uh, before they moved it. But I think he was born, I want to say October the 10th. But anyway, but uh, yeah, and the one time she won Female Artist of the Year, she was in the hospital having a baby, which I thought was pretty cool. Well, hopefully she wasn't having a baby the other day when she won those Grammys. Now, she's probably laying an egg, but she probably wasn't having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, and I can prove my country music knowledge with you, Precious. I actually know, and this is a great segue to our next talking point with you, I actually know the name of Tanya Tucker's daughter. Her name is Presley. Yes. Now, she may have more than one daughter, but I know she's got a daughter named Presley. Yeah, the oldest daughter was the first, of course, Presley. And, of course, when I found out she named her Presley, I was like the happiest person in the whole world because I thought that was such a beautiful name for a girl. And hmm. I'm like, dang, that's well, clever. She didn't name her that because it's such a beautiful name, Tanya Tucker. Oh, like, no. like our own Precious Harris likes that fellow from Tupelo that happened to live a lot of his life in Memphis, Tennessee, and that's the name. And speaking of that fellow that lived there in Memphis, Tanya Tucker, if she hasn't already, she's going to be playing at Graceland here in the coming days. I've seen the announcement on that. Also, Lee Bryce has a concert at Graceland. And I bring this up, Precious. I don't know if you follow Graceland or know what's going on in Memphis with this property, but they have evidently got some kind of amphitheater there or some kind of indoor venue, and they can start having these concerts, and they've got some pretty good talent. 
someone like a Lee Bryce coming to perform at Graceland. And I saw a video Lee Bryce put out inviting people to come see him there. And kudos to Graceland for being kind of proactive here and having a great venue for people to see concerts there. Oh, yeah. Well, I've heard they were doing that. Uh, uh, My husband actually keeps up with uh, a a person that works in the Memphis area. Yeah. And uh, Priscilla, as a matter your your husband keeps (laughs) up with Priscilla. Actually, Actually, it's a guy named, well, he's passed away. His name is Wayne Jackson, and his widow actually works at another big uh, music attraction there called Stax Museum, which has got this Otis Redding memorabilia. And, you know, and his and her husband actually played with the Memphis Horns. And, uh, but, you know, it was Steve Cropper on guitar, and it was uh, Wayne Jackson on, I think he played trumpet. Uh, but, you know, they were a huge, they were actually inducted in the Musicians Hall of Fame. But she was telling us, you know, I will take care of y'all. Y'all come to Memphis. So we're going to have to get back. But I heard that Memphis is doing a lot of uh, brings more tourists there besides the Peabody Hotel in the Graceland. So I'm glad because Memphis is such a good segue of, as far as doing concerts from Little Rock to Memphis to Nashville. Mm-hmm. So it's a good way to help our country stars make a little cash on the way back to Nashville. Yeah, and don't leave out places like Dixon and Parker's yeah. <laughs> Crossroads, and yeah. Jackson, and Brownsville, and Forest City, Arkansas, and all those other good places along the I-40 corridor. Hey, Precious, we've got to go to a break. When we come back, we are going to answer this trivia question. Who is the artist whose single online was certified gold on this date in 2010? And as we come back from our break, we're going to play a great song from a young lady who's celebrating her 49th birthday today. All that is coming up as we close up this, the Y'all Show, our country music spotlight with Precious Harris. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. unmistakable voice of sarah evans from the great state of missouri that song there about her home state 
Although it was not a radio single, I just love that song, Missing Missouri. And Sarah Evans, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Today is Sarah Evans's 49th birthday, born on this day back in 1971. Clint Black celebrated a birthday on Tuesday. Garth Brooks has a birthday coming up on Friday. And then on Sunday, Travis Tritt celebrates his birthday. Some of the great country music birthdays going on here this week. We're with Precious Harris, the author of I Know Country at iknowcountry.com is where you can learn more about that. Also, collegeofsongology.com and nashvillemusicline.com is where you can find Precious's info about her music career development consulting business. And she's with us right now on the Y'all Show. We ask a trivia question heading into the break. Who's the artist whose single online was certified gold on this date back in 2010. Precious, who is that lucky singer? Actually, it's one of my favorite artists, Brad Paisley. I'm actually pitching him a song next week from one of my songwriters. Yeah, is it called Offline? <laughs> no, but I can't tell you what it is because then someone about write, write a song and copy it. So I can't tell you. Well, he, he back in song, back promise. in 2010 when this song was certified gold, of course, being online was really cool. Now I'm not so sure. Ten later, ten years later, that being online <laughs> all the time is a good thing. Brad Paisley, the West Virginian, co-wrote online with Chris Dubois and Kelly Loveless. It was the second single from Brad's 2000 album, 2007 album, Fifth Gear. Brad and Chris Dubois formed Seagale Music back in 1999, and it has become one of the most successful independent music publishers in any genre. Chris and it has been a executive producer of many of brad's albums and chris dubois that last name might sound familiar that's tim dubois son is that right the founder of arista records and record producer yeah he was the, yeah he was the first president of arista records he signed alan jackson he also wrote us he signed alan jackson brooks and dunn leroy parnell michelle wright pam tillis um and he also wrote a song called loving the first degree mm. from alabama oh yeah that's a good and precious continuing on with what's going on in country if you look at the latest charts heartache medication from john party is number one right now on the billboard country airplay chart the bones i love that song from Marin morris it's at number two this week Ten Thousand hours from dan and shay and justin bieber checks in at number three ken folks from sam hunt is at four and luke combs even though i'm leaving is number five again on the billboard country airplay chart for the week of February 8th, 2010. I start to sound like Casey Kasem when I mention that stuff, Precious. I know, but I love it. I love it when you sound like Casey Kasem. <laughs> Thank you. And keep reaching for the stars, Precious Harris. <laughs> hey, somebody, I don't know if he played any of her records, but he should have, Casey Kasem. Loretta Lynn was in the news the other day talking about country music being dead. I don't know if you saw that article, but what's up with, Pre- with Precious with your fellow Kentuckian bashing current country music stars and such? Some of it's not very good. She's right on that. But there's a there's some good stuff out there, Loretta. Take it easy. Yeah, but I think you have to realize she was you know, raised in a genre where she is part of the country music as we know it. She was one of the founding mothers, so to speak. I can't say founding fathers, but anyway. But the country music as we know it, the traditional country, she was one part of the history making. She's one of the legends that has actually put that country music in the history books and in documentaries. So so I think she has the right to me to say whatever she wants to, because number one, she's Loretta. But um but on the other hand, too, she looks 
through modern country music with a different vision than some of the other people that are out there today looking at country music and listening to the different ears, you know? Loretta, um, at 87 years young yeah. and not holding back, she's gotten to be like a lot of people her age and in their 70s. They just don't care. They say whatever's on their mind. Yes, they do. Yeah. Like you do, but I don't think like you're, <laughs> you're not in your 80s, so I, I don't want to no, pick on you. not my 80s. No, no. But, but you tell it like it is. I try. Yes. <laughs> All right. We talked about this band, Dirks Bentley's creation, Hot Country Nights, the retro 90s band. And Dirks is also in this band playing the role of Doug Dugelson. They've just announced an upcoming tour titled One Night Stand. That's K-N-I-G-H-T. That kicks off April 7th in San Diego. They also have a date at the Ryman Auditorium, the Talladega Super Speedway. And the Knights will be joined on their tour by Hannah Dasher, Tennille Towns, Rachel Wamick, and Lainey Wilson. So they're pretty serious about this band. They're Hot Country Knights with a guy named Dirks Bentley who kind of trans uh, he transitions he's a transitioner and he transitioned to vocalist doug dugelson as part of this act oh yes i love well, of course i've known uh i've known uh dirks ever since he played you mean doug time. yeah doug excuse me doug <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway but i love matter of fact i've noticed that that all of the opening acts are all girls did you notice that i did yeah, of course. I told you, you that Dirk, I told you that Dirks was transitioning when he becomes Doug. Maybe Doug's a female. Yeah, I don't know. Have you heard his voice lately? No, um, I haven't. But they've got a song I should be hearing soon. Pick her up as Hot Country Nights' debut single that went to country radio earlier this week, and a music video for that fun video is out right now. Oh, if you get a chance, go to YouTube. They got a little bit of promotional video. It will make your eyes well. I actually blushed a little bit, and I really don't blush, but I did. Is that right? Yes. And, of course, uh, Rachel Womack, I got to see her for the first time perform at 10 Penn South last year. She is a redheaded sweetheart. Oh, no. And, I'm a sucker yeah. for redheads. Oh, she is a doll and uh, loves her daddy. Her daddy was there watching her sing, and she was just – Everybody that left that night, she was one of the best surprises of Tan Pan South. And, of course, she just got her deal with Sony. And she was on the stage with a couple of other hit writers. But she just – it's just like your best friend from high school was on stage. Man. And then, of course, I've known Lainey Wilson, who's got a deal with Broken Bows under that umbrella. But I've known Lainey since she was 18. Um, the late Jerry Cupid, who on Cupid Records introduced me to her many, many years ago. Mm. So, yeah, it's good to see – kids that i've watched grow up and just kept their work ethic go 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 to make it so you know i love seeing kids that i know that's been here for 10 years at least six or seven just hitting the pavement hard have good things happen to them so i'm very happy to see laney on that tour well precious as we wrap with you our big announcement if the lord's willing and the creeks don't rise i will be joining you on the thursday y'all show and i'm going to get a, a little bit of time with you but also you're going to introduce us to some people you're working with do you want to go ahead and announce that or do you want to save it for thursday well i will tell you i'm i've got one of the guys uh, you might want to look up he's up on itunes his name is justin dukes justin dukes and uh right. justin dukes and he is the georgia boy from valdea georgia Mm-hmm. onion and, capital uh, of the south yes and he always brings a bidet onions when he comes to nashville uh goes home and visits because he tours a lot uh, anyway but 
I've got him an industry meeting in the morning, and we're going to be hanging out tomorrow afternoon. So hopefully you get to see him when you get to town. Well, we want to do an uh, interview with him if we can and put him right here on the Y'all Show. So oh, yes. that's <laughs> something coming, we hope. All right. Yes, it, but you're going to love his music, and he's just one of the nicest kids ever. Of course, all my kids are sweet, but he's just one of those kids who's been in town almost five years hitting the pavement hard and he's been he actually uh is written with trey landon the new kid of warner Bros. they've been friends forever while trey was working on getting his record deal and i heard a couple of songs that he's written with trey actually help open up the doors to get his record deal to warner brothers so uh you know and he writes with uh, jimmy ritchie who produced mark chestnut so he's got some very and he's right with anthony smith who's got some high profile he's right with high profile writers but he's just an incredible writer on his own and he's so sincere so i'm excited for y'all to hear about all right well if you'll carve out some time in mr duke's schedule we'll try to squeeze him in our thursday show so the country music fun continues on the thursday y'all show and it's always fun to catch up with precious harris thank you very much madam sounds good there see you tomorrow see you later today all right sounds good everybody well that will wrap up our show again hopefully if everything works out we'll be right there with mr dukes and precious on thursday plus other great information coming from nashville and music row all that right here on the y'all show thank y'all for listening Beep's coming you know what to do Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply.